0: Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of the Diff ABA podcast with me, your host, Dr. Lillian Kerubo, a pediatrician and behavior therapist. This week, we are talking about opposition and defiance. Opposition and defiance. Opposition is defined as resistance or dissent, and it may be expressed in action or argument. So basically, opposition is saying no to a laid-down rule or a laid-down instruction. Defiance is defined as open rebellion or disobedience, despite adequate information that obedience would be helpful or would be the better option. So defiance is a child who probably knows what to do, has been told what to do, has been guided and has been given the adequate skills and resources to do what is required to do but they openly refuse to do that that is defiance children with a challenge with defiance are unafraid of consequences so they're not scared that they'll get in trouble or that they'll they'll get a punishment for being defiant they usually have limited fear of danger, so they are also not afraid that they'll get hurt or that they'll get killed doing whatever it is that they want to do, and they repeatedly persist in wrongdoing despite adequate communication of what is expected. Now that we have understood what the definitions mean, let's start with what is normal or what is expected of children. It is very normal for toddlers who are between the ages of one to five and even for grown children up to the age of 18 to be oppositional or defiant. And this is because they are discovering their abilities so they realize they can actually do the opposite of what you're telling them to do. So initially when children are small, maybe less than a year, they have little choice in what happens to their lives because they are usually carried to a place, they are fed a food that has been prepared probably without their consent, they are dressed in clothes that they were probably not asked whether they love them, they are taken to places maybe they do not want but they have limited choice, they have limited say in the matter. This starts to change from age one when they realise oh I can actually go in the opposite direction, I do not have to follow my mom. I do not have to go to school if I don't want to. So they start realizing that they have a little bit of power and a little bit of abilities. And so sometimes they might exploit that and become oppositional or defiant. They may also be doing this as a way of testing parental boundaries to see what happens when they disobey. Children are naturally curious. So sometimes they are intentionally oppositional or defiant just to see how far they can push their parents, just to see what the parents will do when they are opposed, so it's basically a curiosity thing. When children are teenagers, it is part of the onslaught on their brain, remember their brain is growing. And while it is growing, the brain is being attacked by hormones, it's being attacked by identity crisis, it's being attacked by media influence, by peer influence, and by moral dissonance. So sometimes they may become oppositional or defiant, basically as a stage that is uh, they're going through, which is the teenage and adolescent stage of growth. Some children may be oppositional or defiant because they are modeling such behavior from either older siblings, parents, or guardians. So if the parents are oppositional or defiant, they are basically people who always say no, who always disobey, who always don't follow rules. The children are most likely going to pick that up and they are most likely going to exhibit the same behavior. Some children may be oppositional or defiant because of substance misuse and abuse. Some drugs of abuse can change a person's behavior and can make children to be defiant, even in the face of danger, even in the face of consequences. They refuse to follow instruction and they actually rebel and do the opposite. So when should we worry about opposition or defiance? We should worry about it when it is continuous or when it is permanent and predictive, okay? When you are able to predict that your child will say no to a particular situation all the time, you can never ever catch your child saying yes to a particular instruction or to a particular activity. When it has become permanent, like it's the child personality to always say no and to never follow instruction, it is time to start worrying about the opposition or the defiance. When it is accompanied by a terrible mood, when they challenge authority like police and teachers, when they are vindictive, and when they intentionally seek to annoy others, then you should worry about it. So if your child is defiant to the point of resisting authority, to the point of resisting instructions from police, from teachers, from authority figures, then it becomes a cause of concern. If your child is not only defiant but almost always angry and almost always vindictive, it's like they are disobeying as a way of revenge or as a way of punishing somebody, then that becomes a cause of concern. When it results in delinquency, juvenile detention, family tension, or hospital visits, some child some children can be so defiant that that they may actually break the law and therefore be incarcerated or be held in juvenile centers. Or sometimes they may be so oppositional that there is no peace in the home, there is no joy in the house because everyone or every instruction or every request is met with no, no, no and defiance. If it's causing them to harm themselves to the extent of going to hospitals, then this is a time to start worrying about your child's opposition or defiance. If it lasts more than six months in a child who is more than five years old, if they keep getting episodes of opposition or defiance at least once a week for six months, or if the child is less than five and they keep getting opposition or de- or defiance every day for at least five days in a week, then it's time to a specialist, it is time to consider uh, getting outside help for your child. If the child was previously well behaved and suddenly they start becoming oppositional or defiant, then it is also a cause of concern because maybe they are abusing substances or they are facing abuse in their homes or in their schools. So if your child has been very well behaved and suddenly start becoming oppositional and defiant, it is time to evaluate and have them assessed. How can we help children who are struggling with opposition or defiance? Number one is to set up a family or a class code of conduct with appropriate natural consequences clearly spelled out. These are children who do well if there is a blueprint or a protocol on how they're supposed to behave prior to them making the mistake. So do not wait until they make the mistake or until they become defiant and oppositional for you to point out that it is wrong to be oppositional. Start when they are well-mannered. Put down a list of rules or guidelines that are expected in the family or in the class or in the school. Educate them on what are the natural consequences that will follow if those rules are not kept and also educate them on the rewards that will follow if if those rules are observed. This allows children to have boundaries, to understand the concept of limits, and also to appreciate that good behavior is rewarded while bad behavior is not responded to well. The other way we can help children who are struggling with opposition or defiance is to keep instructions short, simple, attainable, and time-sensitive with the probability of a reward. So when you're giving a child who is struggling with opposition or defiance, do not go on a whole speech or a whole paragraph of why they should do what you want them to do. Keep the instructions short. It could be tidy up your toys. That is short, it is simple, it is direct, and you can put a time limit to it. You can say, tidy up your toys by 4 p.m. and that makes them have a goal to work towards. When you're giving them the instructions, keep your tone neutral, avoid shouting, avoid condescending language, and avoid bringing up their past misdeeds or behavior challenges because that kills the morale or the interest that they may have in behaving well. The other way we can help children who are struggling with opposition or defiance is to come down to their level when we are speaking to them. Do not stand at a height and then shout down commands to them. If needs be, kneel down, if needs be, sit down so that you can be eye level with your child and give them the instruction that you want them to carry out. Remember to keep your tone of voice neutral and also remember to use positive language as opposed to negative language. So instead of telling your child, don't jump on the bed, you can tell your child, please come and sit down on the chair. That is more positive as opposed to negative language. Another way that we can help children who are oppositional or defiant is to give them choices as opposed to giving them commands. For example, if your child is struggling with brushing their teeth at night before they go to bed, you can ask them to choose between brushing their teeth first and then changing into their pajamas or changing into their pajamas first and then brushing their teeth. So this gives them a little bit of power and a little bit of leeway to manipulate or to dictate their destiny as opposed to being told, go brush your teeth and then change into your pajamas and get into bed. The other way we can help children who are oppositional or Mm -hmm. defiant is to actually catch them being good. Most of the time we wait until children perform a misdeed or perform uh, an act of defiance and then we reprimand them for it. Sometimes it would be nice to actually time them and notice when they do good, when they actually do follow the instructions or they actually say yes to the instructions that they've been given and actually reward them for it or praise them for it just as a way to inspire them or to motivate them to keep that up. If you are concerned about a child's defiance, kindly visit a psychologist or a behavior pediatrician to have them observed and to have them put on corrective therapy as soon as possible. This week's promotional is a kindness chart that awards kind acts in children and promotes kindness in children and I will link an example to the description notes of this podcast. Please remember to share this episode with those who you feel may benefit from it. Follow me in social media. On Instagram, I am at defaber. On Twitter, I am at mdiffabilities, And on Facebook, I have a group called Marvelous Diffabilities. Till next time, thank you so much for joining us and have a good evening.